Hey, hoop ballers, are you into sports betting? Do you want to know why a certain game has a funky line? Well, HoopBall has you covered. Today in sports betting is a great addition to all your handicapping questions with hosts Ira Silver and Devin Ellington. We break down game lines and future bets on all sports and try to make some money along the way. Follow us on Twitter at HoopBallGaming, at Ira Silver Magic, and at D-A-L-E-007. And download Today in Sports Betting in the App Store, Google Play, and available on Spotify. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Welcome to the Fantasy NBA Today podcast. Guests in the middle of the show be damned. We're going right from the start today. Welcome to Fantasy NBA Today. I am Dan Vespris, and I am joined by one of my favorite human beings on this damn planet. He's been a tiny bit busy, a tiny bit busy, buried under a mountain of childcare, an avalanche. But you know what? I'm going to just step aside and let him say hello the only way he knows how. <laughs> yeah, I think you actually broke the machine on that one. <laughs> I did? Oh, sorry. Can you give me a, can you give me a, a slightly subdued version of that? Ballers. <laughs> is that John, better yeah that was perfect did, 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 did i wake the kids yeah yeah well they like they weren't up by like I, four I, in the I morning i woke the audience that that much i know but i don't want your toddlers like who's, who's that screaming daddy he's he's watching he's watching james and the giant peach in the next room right now oh perfect yeah i'm doing some wonderful parenting again uh, <laughs> aren't we all this is my, it's my move man uh the great josh millman i don't think i said your name actually he's at josh millman on twitter and you all right over there man i know it's been a bit where we've been trying to sort of figure out a way to get the timing to line up but just for folks listening listening at home and the old the old expression i do a lot of my shows with my child watching cartoons or playing like a learning mm-hmm. game on the computer behind me because there just isn't other time and generally I feel bad about telling guests, hey, can you hold on for just one sec while I spin around and like jam a peanut butter and jelly in my kid's mouth? But with you, if that happened, I don't think I'd feel bad because I feel like the same thing could happen on your end. I actually um, I'm impressed with that level of parenting because I wish my kids would eat peanut butter and jelly that I could just jam in their mouth and get them to leave me alone. (laughs) So that that is I I just I want you to know that I just made my children French toast, chocolate chip. Oh French my! Toast. Oh my God! I want to live in your house. I, I I don't do this every day, but my kids are so freaking finicky about what they <laughs> eat and what they want. And so I said, "All right, I'll make you French toast for lunch." Just uh, I'm tired of you eating, you know, pizza and chicken nuggets every day. I need to make you something different. I'll make you French toast. And they're both like, "Daddy, can we have chocolate chips?" I'm like. What is this? This isn't a five-star restaurant here. Like you <laughs> eat whatever French toast I make you, two little rugrats. So I, but so I made it and it was actually quite good. I'm not gonna lie. Maybe you should come here and have breakfast at my house. You know, if I wasn't petrified of traveling right now, I probably would. Oh yeah, probably right. Like I, I mean, you're West Coast. I mean, I, I. When are we ever going to see each other again, uh, my friend? I don't know. I don't know. Hoopball people. We talk all the time, but we never meet. Although you, it, 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 as the as the legend goes, 
are one of the only hoop ballers to actually meet a fellow hoop baller. Have I? Who have I met? Didn't you go to a game? Didn't you go to a basketball oh, game? Oh, you're right. No, I went with Panda. You're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sorry. I'm like, why, why am I? It's been that long since there was actual basketball that I completely, yes, Panda and I, we, we went to Nets, uh, Nets Mavs at, at Barclays. Uh, and, and to be able to see uh, young Luca and and Dirk's farewell, it was a, it was a great game. The oh, Nets that's actually awesome. won by like forty in that game, so the, it was just the uh, the Barclays faithful just daring and begging Dirk to just launch whatever shots he possibly wanted uh, towards the end of the game. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, Panda and I uh, hung out. It's been a while. You know what? The real sad thing too is that this year there were plans in the works to have a hoop ball summer league sort of unofficial like anybody that can make it can go hang out and do hoop ball stuff and, and see what that where that went uh, the way of 2020 and i woke up this morning to an earthquake here in uh, in los angeles oh my so god it's, yeah, it's whatever you get used to it uh, this way it's like <laughs> uh now i got i see my twitter timeline is erupting with like 4.3 magnitude and I, honestly i think the only reason i woke up is because oh. my wife was like there was an earthquake and she started checking her phone under the the covers to not wake up the baby who still sleeps in our bedroom because he's only four months mm. old right now. Right, right, right. And so now I'm like trying to go back to sleep with this weird illuminated sub comforter situation going on. Uh, anyway, it's good to talk to you, man. It's been too damn long. I've actually it rewatched. Really has. It uh, in, really, really has. In your honor, I have decided to rewatch the entire uh, series of Scrubs start to finish during this, oh. this the whatever you want to call this semi quarantine that's still happening. The it's great. Best freaking show ever. The best show. Man. I, I, I really have. I need to do that. I need to catch up. I've actually been trying to watch more, you know, things that I, I haven't seen before. So I actually got through Ozark. Uh, oh, that's a good one. Know, that was a good one. And uh, I, I'm actually, I haven't watched The Wire. I'm ashamed to admit that. Oh, so my goodness. I just started that one as well. You feel like the, I always would have had you pegged as like the watched The Wire before it was cool kind of guy. No, no, I, I actually I'm not a big TV person. I'm really not. Um, it, it, it had taken me. I'm really behind on that stuff. Movies and TV, I'm actually surprisingly really behind. And and the truth of the matter is just because I'm actually kind of surprised that like I'm able to find like an hour or so. To, but this is also at like midnight on the East Coast. Yeah. When I'm doing this, this is like you know that that's it. That's like my time to decompress, and that's <laughs> that. So. I don't really get like much TV time. It's just, it's oddly enough. It's been, you know, all right. If, if I'm have stuff in the background, it's sports typically or, or scrubs. And <laughs> that, that, that be, and, and really that's also, my wife is more of a comedy person. She's not really into the dramas or, or anything like that because in her mind, if she watches that before she goes to bed, she's going to have freaking nightmares. <laughs> so, and, and, and if she has nightmares, guess who's suffering? Yeah. So not worth it. So I said, you know what? We'll stick to the comedy route. So that's, that's fine. So we're, and we're big, big scrubs degenerates, as you know, I do know. I know that you got, uh, you got Shay's book, right? Shay Serrano. Yes, I did get Shay Serrano's book. It was, it's excellent. And Shay's just got such a way of just being able to just throw himself into his writing and it, it's really it's just like coming up with just relatable things in his life i think he talked about his experience as like a gym teacher and was relating it to like 
I, I forget what episode in Scrubs, but like just Turk playing basketball or something like that. It was, <laughs> it was, it, it's just, it's really funny. It's really funny. Hell of a show, hell of a time, but somehow you and I have connected on the day the NBA returns, which reminds me, before we get into the the deep, the nitty gritty here, I want to remind you guys that Hoopball has repartnered with our buddies over at mybookie.ag. You bet, you win, they pay. It's so simple. Use coupon code HOOPBALL and get a 100% deposit match on whatever you throw in there. Minimum 25 bucks, which is effectively nothing at this point. Uh, you bet. You do that. You get your deposit matched. You get a ten dollar baseball futures voucher you can use on whatever team that you think might might have all of their players at the end of the season this year. The, I think the Marlins are out of that one. Uh, <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. You do what you got to do. Uh, again, the coupon code is Hoopball. Go get your account set up now. Sports are coming back, man. Basketball tonight. We've had baseball for a week. Uh, supposedly the NFL is happening, although half the league is opting out. It's a weird year, man, but it betting still happens. Uh, so go check that out now. That's mybookie.ag. So, uh, we, we made it. I mean, I, I don't know what, how else to phrase it. Like I've been doing this countdown on the podcast and I, my hopes have been up. My hopes have been down. Uh, the only thing I can think to say is Josh, we, we made it. The NBA actually I, comes back tonight. I'm going to be watching everything with like, both hands across my face just it, it's one of those like cautious optimisms where you just kind of like peek through and they're like is this, is this real this is really happening and and waiting for the other shoe to drop just because that's just the world that we live in right now but my god they, they, it it's it's been working and I, I hope that that continues because look all it takes is that you know again one positive test to send everything into a tailspin but I mean, for now, it's going on, especially when you see things like baseball and like football, where it feels like that is all falling apart pretty rapidly, that for there to be a consistent series of zero positive cases that like, yeah, this is this is working. This is ready to go. I'm, I'm, I want to have the distraction of basketball. But again, I know that like that the world that we live in right now is not a sane one, and I I, I, lo- I want that bit of distraction. But like again, I I'm approaching this with a lot of just caution, at just just being yeah. way too aware of what's going on. But like I, I want everything to be great. I want I want to watch fun basketball. I want there to be dumb Twitter spats. I want, <laughs> you know, I, I, I want to see the stars again. And just, it's just all different. It's just, you know, you know how it is. Dan. Ah, I know? do. I do. Yeah. I mean, for my sake, just from like a mental standpoint, I, I don't know that. And baseball helped certainly as a, I'm a big Dodgers fan that, you know, not mm-hmm. working in baseball anymore kind of allows me to go back to and enjoying the ball games. It just, when there was, when there were no, uh, major professional sports going on. I found myself in this this mental tailspin where you can actually kind of, I think, overdo it to a certain degree. You have to think about the things going on in the world, but if you do it every second of every day, you're going to find yourself wanting to just stay in bed the whole day because things are a mess, Exhausting. man. You gotta, you gotta have something. You have to give yourself a little break, and if it's this podcast, great, but I can tell you right now, uh, watching grown men fly on a TV for two and a half hours is better distraction than this podcast. 
It's just it's this. Yeah, no, you're absolutely right. It's distraction. But I'll, I'll phrase it a little differently just because a lot and, and footballers, I'll, I'm going to get a little personal here. Part of the reason of my absence has really been a lot about mental health and distractions. Nice. But but taking care of yourself is also important. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and so I, I had to learn that the hard way, unfortunately. Uh, but again, it's not a distraction isn't a bad thing. Doing something you care about to make yourself feel better is good. Um, and, and basketball has always been that outlet for me. So, you know, it's I'm happy it's back. But again, I, I'm I'm doing it out of, you know, watching out of out of caution almost just because I'm way too hyper aware of what's going on. But it's not a bad thing to, to want to be excited about the games coming back, to want to get back to that to that level of, of previous normalcy. Um, so so do enjoy it. I want to enjoy it with you guys. I really do. Yeah, I yeah, no normalcy being sort of the in italics or with quotes around it or whatever you want to call it. The, yeah. the, the current the current normalcy, I guess, is is one way to look it's at it. It's current normalcy. Everyone says new normal, but it's it's an oxymoron. It's 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 the new strange that yeah, we're in. It is the new you strange. Know? Cautiously optimistic about basketball, cautiously pessimistic about baseball is the way I've been settled on mm-hmm. a lot of this stuff. The bubble seems to be working to this point, and uh, we'll we'll sort of wake up every day and hope that things are, are hanging in there. So tonight, um, and I think the games are as... Are they as early as like 3.30 my time? Do they start at 6.30 your yes, time? Yeah, 6.30. On the East Coast. Ooh, it's good to be out west right now. We're going to be getting games at like <laughs> yeah. two in the afternoon every day. Yeah, even earlier than that. There's some twelve thirty starts. I think. Yeah, baby, this is going to be the best. It's like I'm, football all over again. Yeah, it's. I'm going to have it on in the background. I'm. I'm. Don't tell. Don't tell the boss. I'm going to get nothing done in the afternoons for the next couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Utah is technically in New Orleans uh, later on today. The Clippers are technically in Los Angeles later today. Of course, both of those games, as all games will be, are on the Disney campus, so there is no home court advantage. There are monitors around the screen where they will show people in the home team colors rooting on said team. It's all just, it's so weird. I, let me, I'll throw my opinions on this out there too, because I want to talk about all the, the, the screwiness of what's going on with you, Josh. I'm sure you have uh, strong opinions on most of this stuff. Yeah. Uh, I actually don't mind that they're pumping in crowd noise and that they've got home team fans on these monitors. I actually kind of appreciate that they're they're just throwing a handful of darts at the wall and trying to figure out what sticks. I, I actually, this is, and I think of it from the business side of things, they should be doing stuff like this. They should be experimenting with things uh, to make the viewing experience better because, again, we don't know when it's going to be safe to get you know, full on crowds again in home arenas. So you might as well just do it. You might as well throw crap at the wall. See what sticks. Yeah. Crowd crowd noise or, or virtual viewing experiences or, or, you know, I mean, not to get overly like corporate and logos and stuff like that, but I, I want to see, you know, like I think of it from a gambling perspective, like, you know, maybe there are different prop bets that you can throw in there that are like, kind of related like you know what song comes next on like the home team pa or or something like i don't know like i'm just throwing crap out there but this is what they should be doing if you want to experiment with stuff like this now's the time to do it figure it out make it fun absolutely 
100% agree. Uh, I've seen way too many people on the interwebs complaining about how they don't want to hear piped-in crowd noise and they just want I, it to be like a, a scrimmage with nothing going on. That's boring. I know, but I will, I will say, I will say that I understand the flip side of that coin. The problem is that you know someone is going to drop a lot of rated R language. Oh yeah, on the court, and this is a a Disney is a family company. <laughs> and I, as is the NBA, and I, I, I think let's save that for Twitter, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Like I don't think we need that for, uh, you know, the actual games. As much as I would love it, and I really would, but we need to think of the children. They should have like a think uh, of the children, a satellite radio type feed where there are no sensors and you can just hear everything on the court. I think I would listen to you that. See, I like that. I, but that's the thing. Throw ideas. That's a great idea. Give someone an audio feed of like an unfiltered game. Like, why not do that on like, you know, a, a Spotify or something? Why hasn't the league found an official partner where you can give someone a, a different unique and personalized experience yeah you call it r-rated nba it's r-nba well, why not you know you can get maybe you know again if you want to listen to home team feeds or like mic up like individual players somehow i don't know like i'm just getting i'm just trying to get weird here yeah get weird have you ever been to a sporting event of any kind that doesn't really have any fans because i've been to uh a thousand of them in minor league baseball it's not mm. fun. You want something going on at these games. I, I feel like a lot of the people that are like, nah, just let it be silent, have never been to an actual silent yeah, event it's, before. Yeah, it's like awkward. It's extremely awkward. Yeah, I've had awkward. I've had people in baseball games I've called, I've had players tell me they can hear me talking from the press box. Like I'm saying, oh, there's a weird. slider swung on and missed, and then I'll have the guy that swung and missed at it come back and tell me like, yeah, man, I heard you call my strikeout. <laughs> like I should, yeah, I shouldn't have chased that pitch. It was a bad one. I, <laughs> like, sorry, I've man. A lot of, yeah, I, I, I've seen a lot of college baseball games and, and college soccer stuff like that when I was at Penn State. It's, 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 yeah, it's, it's just weird. It's um, weird. It, it's very different. I think sports and big crowds kind of go hand in hand. Uh, another unique thing is, is actually golf, but not so much the. Um, don't you can't follow like the big names if you were to go to like a more obscure guy you know that's you know i mean he's scrapping on the tour what have you and there's just no one around that's an interesting experience in and of itself where you're just watching someone who's just who again is not good in tour standards but is so insanely good in like real life standards and right. you can be like so up close to them I'll never forget. So I was a quick, quick golf story real quick. I was at the masters. I was fortunate enough to be able to go to the masters. I think it was 2011 or 2012. And there's a golfer, I think, and I'm trying, I hope I'm getting his name right. Jonathan bird is I think, I think was his name. And he was just kind of like a low level tour guy. I don't know that he's won very much. And, no one's around this guy now it's the masters so it's crowded but like you're all with you know your tigers and i think bubba watson won that year and just whoever else that phil mickelson sergio etc so i happen to be walking on on the 17th hole at augusta 
with a buddy of mine, and Jonathan Bird is in one of the groups that is playing, and he hits a wayward drive in the vicinity in where I'm standing with my buddy, and there's no one else around us. And he comes up, he spots his drive, and I'm a pretty good golfer. And I realize, like, there is nowhere for this guy to hit the ball. He's got to punch out. And this guy, it's a testament to how good these guys are, but how cool the experience is when there's no one else around. It's kind of the counter to that. He looks at his caddy and goes, I got this. And I'm like, and I'm looking at my buddy who's also a golfer, and he says, there's no way he's got this. Like, there, there is nowhere for this golf ball to go. Like, he would have to hit this, like, screaming ridiculous shot. What does he, guy, what does he do? He hits it, like, over this set of trees. Like, with loft that you couldn't, I, I, like, no human being could possibly hit a golf ball this way. And he put it to within three feet of, of the pin. And I looked at my buddy, and, and again, we are very I, – I am a an 8.1 index, which is really good for anyone who's like an amateur golfer. And I looked and I said, if you gave me that shot a thousand times, I would never be able to do that, ever. So you like and, the experience of being able to hear him talking to his caddy. I, he's talking to his caddy. He's figuring out, like, what club am I going to use? Like, what kind of shot, like, is this? And he looked, and, like, with the swagger of, like – Steph Curry on a, on a heater from three walks up to the ball and just like, I got this. Give me the nine iron. Is there, it was ridiculous. Is there any equivalent to that in an NBA game? Cause there aren't many pauses in an NBA game. I don't know that there's an equivalent in an NBA game. I just, I, I'm also like, I guess it guys in like timeouts and group huddles, right? That maybe they're strategizing about like, Hey, if this guy is like, if this guy dips down on defense, you do this and you, you curl around or what have you. And I'll find you open. You know, I, I don't know. I, I would wonder, like, what kind of X's and O's are happening, like, amongst the players. Like, like a maniac like Chris Paul would be would would like I would love to hear that again. NBA, make this happen. Give us the feed. Yeah. Give it on delay if you don't want anybody to to yeah. figure out what they're talking about. We don't need – well, listen, I just watched Dodgers and Astros, so I don't need to be reminded of any video feed-related things right now. Uh, oh, how, and how great is Joe Kelly? <laughs> That's, uh, that what was, a maniac. What a complete, insane human being. Um, that was kind of a scary pitch he threw. Like, I'm, I'm all for torturing the Astros. I'm so upset yeah. this year that every team in the league can't do, like, a garbage can giveaway. A garbage, I know. Like, how how can you? Yeah, seriously. The how and, and how, like when you compare also right, what what's going on with the NBA with what's going on with baseball. Oh my God! Just just the difference between the two sports right now is just night and friggin' day. Yeah, it's that baseball's all well. Baseball. I mean, I don't know how you put this many people on the honor system and not expect something to go wrong i get it like getting all of those guys into a bubble is also harder because baseball right. rosters are gigantic but yeah i don't know I, that's why i'm sort of cautiously pessimistic there but anyway we'll sort this whole thing out let's talk about the two games coming up tonight we got actual basketball utah new orleans because listen the reason we got all these bubble games is because everybody wants zion and then clippers lakers the nightcap nba on tnt it this is how they bring it back what a time man Pelicans, by the way, favored by two. Lakers favored by five. 
what do you think we see in these games? Are these going to be well played? Are they going to be sloppy? Is it going to get... Do you think there, there's going to be a weird kind of scrimmagey feel to it because of the environment? I'm I'm a bit torn. I, I, I feel like, at least from a gambling standpoint, I find these two games really hard to map out because I just... I don't really know what the psyche is going to be for these guys. I don't know either. I think that it's going to be weird in the Utah-New Orleans game. But I think that Lakers-Clippers, I think that you've got enough like alpha mentality between LeBron and AD and Kawhi and, and, and Paul George that those guys are going to want to come out and be like, okay, this is the first game you know, we haven't played competitive basketball in so long that they're going to want to throttle each other. That's yeah, just my right. take on it. If I'm like Lakers by five, I, I, I actually think that this is going to be a very close game. I think it'll be more defensive in nature. 218's the under. I, I don't know how I feel about that. Maybe there is like some rust, but I also feel like these are two of the better defensive teams in the league. Um, whereas Utah, New Orleans, that might feel more like a scrimmage. And I think Zion is still questionable. I don't know if he's going to play, not going because he was out on, on, on personal. I haven't seen a, you know, a a full declaration that he's in yet. So I just wonder if that doesn't take on more of a, a scrimmagey role because New Orleans, yeah, they're going to try to play to get in, but like, are, are they really? And Utah, you know, they're, they're, I guess, how much further can they really go up or down in the standings? So that may feel a little bit more scrimmagey, those guys feeling things out. But I feel like the Lakers and Clippers have had four months off where they're just antsy to start beating the hell out of each other. So that's my theory on it. Do you think that means the Clippers stay within the five points? I Yeah, I, I would... Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think I'm probably with you on that one. I know yeah. they're missing Montrez and Lou Williams, which is a, a big blow, but... Those are big blow. You're but right. Yeah. Paul George hadn't really been healthy the whole year. And, he really you know, hasn't. And Kawhi's a robot, so... I, I just, I think that these two, these are just two battle-tested teams, and I think, yeah. like, that, again, I just think, mentally speaking, that they're going to go the way their stu- their superstars go. And they're just gonna they're gonna want to hammer each other. What are you, what are you most excited about, either tonight or just with the NBA coming back in general? Because I know you're 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 sort of, again, there's there's a trepidation in your voice. I can hear it, but I know there's some mm-hmm. excitement buried in there. There is. I, look, I'm I'm excited to see real basketball. I think I'm I'm reserving my excitement for the playoffs because I think if we get to the playoffs. That's when I think the real excitement will come in. Me too, that, man. That to me, me too. Sorry, to me, I just had to yeah. jump in there. I, I've I haven't been this excited about potentially seeing NBA playoffs in a really long time, and I think maybe yeah. it's just because the fantasy season has been over for so long. I think if you if if we were to talk about like look, real basketball, if we make it to the playoffs, it means that this experiment has been successful. And that maybe once we get to the playoffs, I can let my guard down and say, you know what, this has been working. And now, what, what is it, four other teams are, are four, yeah, four or six or whatever the number yeah, is. first six exit- and then eight, yeah. Yeah, are exiting the bubble, which means there's even less risk 
potentially uh, of any of any issues. And I just think that that's when, again, the big guns will come out. And, you know, again, I think a lot of the guys that are there, I think they just want to get to the playoffs first. I think so. I'm not really as enthused about this eight game stretch because, again, and you've made this point repeatedly on the pods. It's like how, how far up or down is anyone really going to go? I think the East is going to is largely set. I think Orlando and Brooklyn, you know, they'll swap the seven, eight spot. Who cares? But I don't think that (laughs) Washington has the horses (laughs) to to overtake Brooklyn because Brooklyn's going to try to be competitive. I mean, I know that they're they have so few bodies on them, but I don't I don't think Washington has the bodies either. So I'm going to just I'll maintain that Brooklyn keeps that eight spot and then just they'll get swept by Milwaukee and that'll be that, you know. Before I ask you about some playoff predictions, I know you made a mm-hmm. purchase that you texted me about yesterday. Something new. I did something make, new. I did make a purchase. Something Hoop that ballers. makes a whirring sound. Hoop ballers. I, I'm going <laughs> to tell you another story. You've had. I know you haven't had enough of my stories recently, but the other day I was at home and I was kind of feeling like a little itch. You know, needed needed to take care of something at home. And I have these electric trimmers at home, and I couldn't find them anywhere. And I was really annoyed because I kept itching. There's been a heat wave on the East Coast. It's been in the upper 90s constantly, and I'm just, I'm dying. I I needed to take care of myself. And then what happens? My wife borrowed the electric trimmers, and I couldn't find them anywhere. Mm, And I angrily reached out and said, honey, what did you do with the trimmers? I need them. I am, I'm dying here. And she's like, I don't know, like, go look here. And it wasn't there. And what did I do? I remembered that my good buddy, Dan, (laughs) has been saying, go over to manscaped.com. Go get the lawnmower 3.0. And use the promo code HOOPBALL20 and get 20% off your purchase. And I said, you know what? That solves everything. It's brilliant. It couldn't have been timed more perfectly. I can get something that's going to take good care of me, that, that personal care I told you about before, taking care of yourself, taking care of my, my man region, and support my good friends at HOOPBALL all at the same time. So go on over to Manscaped, get the lawnmower 3.0. It's going to be a great experience for you. Mine is in route, and I cannot wait to use it. The promo code, again, is HoopBall20. There's a very real chance that I cut out that read and just drop it into future episodes, even if you're not on the show. Uh, go right ahead. <laughs> That's fantastic. I'll, I'll, I may ask for royalties, but, you know, like, but nah, go ahead. You use my voice. I don't mind. Yeah. You know me. We're, we're, that's the, well, this, this read brought to you by the voice, the floating head of at Josh Millman. <laughs> floating uh, head doctor, Josh Millman. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know what's on my mind right now. Yep. Floating head doctor, it never works. The, uh, the playoffs. I mean, we have a general idea of what's happening, but I guess I'll start with the first piece of it. Who is the eighth seed in the Western Conference? 
who is the eighth seed in the Western Conference? That's a great question, and I'm going to just say it's the Portland Trailblazers. Mm, intriguing. Okay, and who comes out of the West, and who comes out of the East? The East, I am going to – I'm going to say the Bucks are are still going to be top dogs in the East. Any, any and, potential upsets on your mind? I am – yes, there are some potential upsets. I am – I'm really intrigued by the Sixers, actually. Yeah, me too. And, and I am – I'm wondering if the break didn't do them good. Because all of us, you know, Simmons had had his back problems. I think that this was a team that was, I don't know, they were just kind of twisting in the breeze for a while. They were a great home team, an absolutely atrocious road team. And I, I think that, that, you know, all the talk and the rumors about, you know, just can Simmons and Embiid coexist and what are they going to do with Horford and this and that, I, I, the move for from point guard to power forward for Simmons might be the biggest X factor in the Eastern conference playoffs. And don't let, and even for, even without that, let's not forget for a second that they were a single shot away from reaching the Eastern conference finals last year, a single bounce of the basketball from beating the current defending champion Toronto Raptors, and that was with Kawhi Leonard. So I'm not giving up on this team entirely. It would not shock me if, let's say, the current standings hold now and they play the Celtics in the first round, which is its own rivalry in and of itself. And the Celtics are down a Gordon Hayward, are not getting 100% of Kemba Walker. That could be ripe for uh, an early upset. And then what happens if they get the Raptors and they have revenge on their mind? You know, I I think a lot can happen. I would watch out for them. They feel like a sneaky little sleeper to me. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. The West is, it's tough. Is it going to be one of the top two? Probably. I don't see a scenario in which it's not the top two. I really don't. Um, I, I... I, that's why I'm amped up at least about the first game of the Lakers and Clippers because I think in their minds they know that they are the top dogs out there. I would ima- I, I, again, I, I hate being so chalky about this, but I think about LeBron James and I always feel like he's got this mentality of that there's a first opportunity to do anything like a first mover advantage. Like this is the first time that the league's been in a bubble. And I, and I want to be the best at what happens in the bubble. I just think that he will be the most mentally prepared player for this. So I, I'm going to have a hard time betting against the Lakers coming out of the West. Yeah. The West is as fun as the actual games will likely be betting predictive stuff in the West is actually not particularly fun at all. And the last thing I got to bug you about, believe it or not, is not who's going to win the finals because I think, you know, we talked a bit about here who's, who's coming out of where you, uh, in our resumption league draft, (laughs) sitting there right in the middle of the pack and snapping up Chris Paul in the second round. And I'll never forgive you for it. 
I know, I know. I'm sorry. Um, I, I look, I, I, I always try to let drafts come to me as they go, and I, I know, I, I know. But you wouldn't have gotten Chris Paul anyway. You were picking four picks away. He would have gotten snapped up by by one of those guys beforehand. But but I I I, I, I was a Chris Paul owner during the year, so like I, I had an affinity towards him. And really, with the news that that uh, Schroeder was going to be out, you know, at a certain point, I was like, it makes too much sense. You know, like he he's had a great season. He's going to put up you know, late first round type of numbers in this situation. He's another one who's going to be completely and totally mentally prepared for this. When after they had wrote this team off early in the season for him to come back and say, look, I'm putting together a healthy season. I'm in better physical condition now. And I I think he's another one who's also motivated. I I love that pick. I think you have a damn good team in that resumption league. That was supposed to be a mock, and now we're playing it out. And I'm looking at it like your team is probably going to win. I like my team. Jokic? You got Jokic at seven for this resumption thing? That's crazy. Lunacy. Lunacy. Absolute insanity. Siakam in the third. Yeah. Murray? DeJounte Murray? my team. I was only – my only – I mean, I got sniped on a couple things. I, I think that, you know, I, I I picked Danilo Gallinari in the fourth, which I'm not unhappy with, but but Adam grabbed Miles Turner for me Yeah, the pick before, and I was ready to cue him up. I was pounding the table and just know uh, Adam, Adam got me there. Yeah, and, uh, and, and actually looking very, at that round, the round coming yeah. up to your fourth pick, uh, the picks before you in the fourth were Fred Van Fleet, Jared Allen, Jamal Murray, Jonas Valanciunas, and Miles Turner. That was like, if I were to set up a queue to start the fourth round of this draft, it basically would have been those guys, maybe Jared Allen a little bit later. But, I, I mean, I, I think you and I were probably looking at that the same way, like, hey, I'll, I'll no, get we one. absolutely were. Yeah, I'll we get one of those four guys, and then, poof, they're gone. Gone, yeah, Cause, uh, because I knew that I was going to struggle with centers later on. Even with Jokic, because Jokic is is you know I, I, he's not a he can block shots, but he's not a shot blocker. No, so you know that's what I was going to be concerned with, and I knew that if I have a Jokic in the first round, I'm coming. I'm drafting from the standpoint of okay, I'm not going to be dominant in any one area, so I need to draft a balanced team. That was that that was my mentality going into this, even before we knew that. Uh, you know, we were going to be playing this out. So I just said, you know what, give me give me a team that can just do it all around. You know me. I preach balance in drafts. I try not to get, you know, too punty either which way, but I try to let the draft come to me. And it just so happened that, like, I, I have a, a pretty well-rounded team on here. I, I, I don't really see, like, a single weakness in, in any one category in my team. So I'm actually quite pleased with it. It's pretty weird, actually, that talking to you on this pod was the reminder that I should probably go in and set my lineup for this league since we're actually yes, play, playing we it out now. Should. We are. We are. There's going to be a lot of bragging rights in this. I, I mean, know. You're heavy hitters here. You know, the funny thing is, and I don't I, I'm not I don't want to mean to like call anybody out the the draft I did with non-industry folks. I thought folks were actually a little bit better prepared. And it might have just been because it was three or four days later and so there there was this sort of immediacy to it but I had a lot more trouble getting the guys I was looking for in that one it's also possible that 
that was because, you know, like 10 of the other 11 teams were operating off of my draft board. Uh, and maybe that's mm. why it became harder. But Perhaps, this, this yeah. is going to be fun. I like my team in our uh, our resumption league as well. I, I, I do. You have a nice team as well. You got a couple of the guys that I was that I was hunting for. But uh, I think it, it all it all sort of rounded together. And then at this point, it's going to come down to figuring out where you can get your games from. Uh, we're only starting eight guys in in our resumption right. league instead of ten, so you don't have to be quite as uh, as deep. You probably don't have to do quite as much wheeling and dealing as a spot where you're starting ten. And there isn't really time to figure it out. <laughs> this is never going to happen again, most likely. Uh, so right. you just have to kind of you just have to kind of do it and hope that whatever it, you do yeah. is right. In, in the span of eight games, I just said, you know what? Too much could go wrong with anyone that's got an injury risk or, you know, the chance of them leaving the bubble or what have you. So I went completely risk averse knowing that, like, again, my strategy was who is going to get as close as possible to playing all eight of those games. Yeah. And that's what I built my team around. Yeah. That's all you can do. Uh, I know, I know I got to get you off this thing. I, we could talk all day and someday we will. Josh, I've missed you, man. It's so great to have I you back you on the too. pod. This is great. I'm hoopballers. I'm sorry that I really have not been around. It's it's just again, these are the circumstances. Dude, there haven't that... been any games. You don't need to apologize. We've I know, done nothing. I know, but even still, like to, to talk the 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 mock that we did, to talk just about one thing. I'll, I'll leave the hoopballers with. Just don't, you know. I I know I'm not like overly amped up about the eight games, but do yourselves a favor. My last piece of advice to you guys. Don't ignore the eight games because the teams that might be on the outskirts of the playoffs this year, you might find some hidden gems in draft day next year. Yeah. Keep your eye on guys like Lonnie Walker on, on the Spurs. Keep your eye on Rodian's Kuruks on the Nets. <laughs> your your you know, last Troy round Brown. pick in that draft, by the way. Yes, I, I, I am. You know, yeah, I, I think that that's going to be a steal. You know, it's a bit of a self congratulations there, but. They, they've shifted Rody to the backup five, and he has looked great in scrimmages. Well, they don't great. have any other fives, right? And Jared Allen or Bust at this they point. Have Jared Allen, that's it. But like, so, so Kuruks is going to get 25, 30 minutes by default because they're not, I mean, Jared Allen can't play like all 40 something minutes. And even if he gets minutes into the low, 30s let's say someone's gonna have to back him up and roadie's that guy but they're also not you know they're gonna let him play the wings as well because he is a good three-point shooter and he can defend other wings on 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 opposing teams so i i I think that that versatility is going to do him well and he he could legitimately be a multi-category threat you know moving forward he's like i'm intrigued I am going to play us out on today's podcast to a very special song. You're not going to hear it until after I cut it in. So, Josh, I'm telling you now, you're going to have to go back and listen to the very end of this podcast. He is the wonderful Josh Millman, at Josh Millman on Twitter. Uh, Josh, I'll talk to you soon. Take care, buddy. It's been awesome. This is Fantasy NBA Today. A hoopball presentation. Hoop-ball.com is the website at Hoopball Fantasy. I am at Dan Vespers on Twitter. Thank you so, so much for listening during four and a half months of NBA layoff. Games are back tonight. Sit back. Enjoy them. We'll be back with you tomorrow. 
It's more gone. basketball. We got games to talk about. Between Have a great Thursday, everybody. We'll talk to you then. No hands. <laughs> this has been a hoop ball presentation.